0: From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the dangers of serving up the leftovers to your spouse over and over again.
1: And as we start into this show, I want you to think about this quote from Dr. Roberta Shaler. And she says, most couples make the mistake of giving each other the remains of the day, the leftover time after every other relationship and task has been attended to. This is not only backwards, but destructive. Stellar partners give each other prime time and make each other their top priority.
0: And that's why we're talking about those leftovers today.
1: So, we start each show with a hug, and this week's hug is sponsored by Casper. Now, Casper's an incredible brand, and we're going to be sharing more about them later in the show. Now, the hugs that we start the show with, these are an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has gone through breakthrough, who's found the One Extraordinary Marriage show and has seen it impact their marriage. Mm
2: -hmm. And this
1: week's hug comes from a Facebook message that we received. She says, I'm a new listener at age 55 with 25 years of marriage under our belt.
0: Happy face. I love it.
1: Big happy face. We're so excited about finding your podcast. This week, we started our intentional scheduled sex, the intimacy lifestyle. Yes. She said that the first night we tried the position of the month club position, we laughed so much. We decided we'll keep practicing that one. I've been listening to many episodes a day to get more confidence. Thinking that we'll possibly start a seven days of sex challenge. Right on. I'm listening right now to that episode. Thanks so much for all you do to help marriages be great.
0: hmm I love it. I love it.
1: And and if some of you are wondering what's that position of the month club position that she was talking about, you can check out everything that we have to offer at positionofthemonthclub.com. dot com.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now. I recently had a conversation with a mom and wife, and she's a mo- first-time mom of a little baby, and she was sharing just how hard this season of marriage is, how she's got so much on her plate, and I can totally relate, mm-hmm. as you know, juggling babies, work, you know, and then also meeting her husband's needs, and, and by the time the end of the day comes, she's exhausted and just hoping for a few hours of sleep before the baby wakes up. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because we all know that as cute as they are, they don't always sleep straight through the night and they're getting into this place where she's just exhausted and he's doing the, like fingers are coming across the bed.
0: And I want to also state here, this doesn't only happen when your kids are littles. Oh no. Not at all. I mean, we are in a season of life. I honestly look back at when our kids were younger and I used to think, oh my gosh, this is a lot where right now, with the ages they are, high school, middle school, friends, sports, activities, there's so many things going on. I'm telling you, our calendars are so full now. And thank goodness you you grow with your kids and everything. And yet, what we're talking about today on those leftovers Mm -hmm. can happen no matter if your kids are newborn, if they're toddlers, if they're elementary, high school, and beyond.
1: And- I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's so true. It's the little things that nobody tells you about that when your kids get bigger, the problems just, or the situations kind of follow them.
0: Sure. You know, when, when, when your kids are older, let me just share this real quick. And those of you who do have older kids, you know this, when they start going out, hanging out with friends and you have curfews, man, you're up because you had a curfew set and they're not home yet. And then you're wondering where they are and then you're checking. I mean, it's a whole nother thing and it can really, put a a spin on the marriage foundation if you're not looking at it and making sure you're making your spouse a priority.
1: And we're going to, that's actually a great topic for another day to to dig into. And I definitely think we'll dig into that. And, and as we're, as we're talking about this though, and as I was standing across from this woman who's trying to figure out how do I, how do I raise this little guy Mm -hmm. and, and how do I be the wife that, that I want to be, that I think I should be and, and all of these types of things. And, and I could just see the frustration and just see almost the brokenheartedness of going, you know what, sex that we enjoyed so much, right. Prior to having this baby, prior to, prior to making this baby, you know, it's become, it's become more about a duty mm-hmm. than a desire that, that it's about meeting a need instead of expressing how much I need you. Mm-hmm. right about quantity instead of quality. Cause we're just trying to like, okay, like if I can just get it done, I can check that box off. It's, it's that thing that's on the to-do list instead of being something that you want to do. Right. And it, it actually, you know, when I was talking to her, it just made me think about leftovers and you might think this is kind of a silly, silly way to put it, but I want you to actually just, just bear with me for just a second. Cause I actually shared this with a group of moms and they all got it because we all have leftovers in the refrigerator unless you have teenage boys in which case good luck even having food in your refrigerator topic for another day but leftovers right you make a meal you make a little extra why do you have the leftovers what do you do with them well leftovers are easy right it's easy just to pull something out because here's the thing you don't have to do all the work again right you don't have to engage in the you know millennial old question of what's for dinner right? You just know, like we're having leftovers. Just pull something out and eat it. It's super easy. Path of least resistance. There's no effort required. Mm-hmm. A- and here's the thing. That's great if you're trying to serve up a meal for dinner. It puts a whole different look on your marriage though when you start serving up leftovers in your marriage.
0: And it's interesting you bring that up for leftovers for dinner and everything and and how easy it is. And the things that come to my mind though, is that leftovers don't always taste as good as when it's fresh leftovers. eh? they're, they're okay at times. There, there there's some, believe me, there are some meals when it's a leftover, it's actually even better. Mm -hmm. And yet I think for the majority of time when Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of leftovers and I have leftovers, it's sort of like, eh, we, we have them. Let's make sure we eat them. We don't want to waste, um, it's it, it like I said, the big one for me, is like, eh, it just, it doesn't taste as good as when it, it was fresh.
1: Right. It's like going through the motions, It is right? Totally. It's just, it's fuel, not, you know, an enjoyable experience.
0: Correct. Yeah. That's a great way to explain it. And,
1: and the fact is, is that your marriage and mine was not designed to be this way. You know, there was a time for each and every one of you listening to this show, there was a time when your spouse was your first thought, not an afterthought. Right, it was the first thing that you thought about, you know, waking up in the morning, and it was the thing that, like, you know, somebody would say, "Hey, the sky is blue," and you're like, "Oh man, he's got blue eyes," right? Completely unconnected, but it, it's what popped to mind, or or somebody would say, uh, "You know, I saw these beautiful yellow flowers. Oh my gosh, sunflowers are her favorite," right? Right, completely random, but that's how you that's how you were in the beginning, right? You were. You would approach the time, you know, and the idea of spending time, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to plan something, or I can't wait to take her here, or, I can't wait to do this with him, and, and it was, it was an opportunity to connect.
2: Mm-hmm. It was an
1: opportunity for the two of you to learn more about each other, to to make memories together, and then, you know, life happens, and all of a sudden, having to spend time together is like, oh man, like, yeah, I guess, I guess we've got to do that. It's this obligation. It, it went from being an opportunity to to do something, to create something together, to yeah, it's probably been a little while since we did a date night. Maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should do that.
0: I think of there's extreme joy to now it's a contentness that you just have. That's what I think of it. Mm. And and I know both of those because I've been in both of those places for sure. And there are still times when we are. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, this this isn't something that, you know, it just goes away and it's, it's never going to come back you know, it's going to ebb and flow most likely, and you're going to have to address it. But I, I really do think of the, those times when there's extreme joy and happiness in our marriage, the leftovers fade. Sure, It's when those, it's when those times when we're just sort of content and we're just sort of, eh, like, I don't want to put the effort in. I don't want to put the work in. I've already done all of that. That's when the leftovers come out.
1: Mm, that is so good. And, you know, I, I want to, actually just say something here right now because obviously what prompted this show was a conversation that I had with a wife, but the idea of giving leftovers isn't just wives giving leftovers to their husbands. It goes both ways. There are husbands giving leftovers to their wives, Hmm. right? Like let, let me be real clear that, you know, I'm not pointing fingers at one side of the marriage bed or the other because both of you both of you can look at this idea of leftovers and start going, okay, you know, what needs to happen here? Because the truth is, is that every single spouse wants to be desired by their spouse. They want to feel wanted. They don't want to be that afterthought or that obligation or that sense of duty. They want to be like, I want you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And I don't know how many of you remember the song from um, Cheap Trick, I want you to want me.
0: that, That was back in the 80s.
1: It was back in the 80s.
0: Just just as an FYI, because for our younger listeners, they may be even wondering who the heck Cheap Trick is. And Cheap Trick was a a long-haired metal band in the 80s.
1: So Google the song. Yes. You guys, or or at least just Google the lyrics. Yeah. Because the refrain in it is, I want you to want me. I need you to need me. I'd love you to love me. Mm -hmm. And I won't put you through the misery of hearing me sing. So I'm just going to, that's why I read it to you. Um, But think about that. You know i want you to want me i need you to need me those are those are first reactions right to be in that place where where you're expressing your want of me you're expressing your need you're loving on me and that's in all honesty that's what you you both desire that's what your spouse wants but when they're getting the leftovers it doesn't it doesn't feel so good <sighs> And we've both been on the receiving end of this in the 21, almost 22 years that we've been married.
0: And I just want to bring it in now, though, as we talk about those leftovers. So so where what are we getting at? The leftover is that giving time to your spouse, giving of yourself to your spouse. It's the leftover is when you've gone up and you've, Hey, I'm not saying you're not going to work all day Mm -hmm. or you have to go to a job all day or you're running your business all day. Got it, get it, been there doing it. So I get that piece of it. It's when you are continuously doing that and it's only at the end that you finally find and muster up maybe a fraction of your energy to let your spouse know that you want them, Mm -hmm. that you need them, that you love them. That's, that's when, that's when the leftovers are coming in because you've spent everything on, on, like I said, work, the kids, on other activities, on friends, on fitness, on your nutrition, on, I don't know, whatever it may be, finding the perfect place that you're going to go vacation next year, spending endless hours looking at your phone. You've given everything to that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And now at the bitter end you're like, okay, here's something. That's like making that meal and then here's dinner. I'm just gonna get it out of the, out of the, the refrigerator real quick and just throw it in the microwave and here you go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different. I mean, again, when you make that meal and it's fresh and it's just like, oh, wow. And yet, like we were bringing up earlier in the show, just, it just doesn't taste the same, man. Those leftovers just don't taste the same.
1: And there are some key areas like, and Tony alluded to a few of them. There are some key areas where the leftovers tend to come out, right? Where you tend to see, oh my gosh, you know, it's the leftover time, right? So after all the tasks are marked off, and, and for those of you that have been listening a while, you know that this used to be when Tony got the leftover of a Cause I'd be like, well, I need to take care of the laundry and I need to take care of the dishes and I need to make sure the living room is picked up and I need to do all of this. And oh yeah, by the way, I'd like to read two or three chapters out of my book and okay. Oh, and by the way, now you're asleep.
0: Mm-hmm. And then for me on my part, typically working all day, spending time behind the computer in my cycling days, I would spend my cycling was what it was all about. Mm-hmm. And so that came prior to anything else. And then I would be like Elisa would say, same thing, head to bed, beat tired, maybe read a, a page or two, and then done, out the door, nothing left.
1: Right. It, it's watching all this, so, you know, going through the social media, watching Sports Center, doing all of these different things. Maybe it's leftover conversation. Maybe after you spend all day at work, or, you know, you call your girlfriends or your family or whoever you're talking to, and, and you're talking to everybody else about life and, and all the stuff that's going on, and then the two of you, It's like crickets, right? The conversation between the two of you stays at the 30,000 foot view. And we're talking like bills and and groceries, but with everybody else, you're going really deep and you're talking about dreams and you're talking about vision and, and, you know, for the future. And you're talking about all these things, but your spouse only gets the stuff at the surface.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a good one.
1: Right. Or maybe, maybe it's leftover sex and yeah, I am going to go there. Right. It's the sex when you're not fully present, right? When you're not engaged. And, and, and the reason I'm going to go there is because this was me for the majority of probably the first decade or so of my marriage. I, I wasn't fully engaged. Tony was just getting, in a lot of respects, he was just getting a warm body. It was just leftovers, right? And, and when you do that time and time and time again, it, it starts to create these feelings of, of feeling unworthy or rejected or lonely in a marriage, Right? And there are some of you that are, that are giving your spouse's leftover love because you're, you're loving all over the kids. You're all affectionate with them. You're all touchy-feely with your kids. And, and your spouse can't get a hug or a kiss in edgewise. And they're like, hey, hey, remember me? You used to hold my hand. You used to hug me. You used to kiss me and the fireworks would go off. And now I'm lucky if I can get a brush on the cheek as I'm heading out the door.
0: And, and as we talk about this, think about Think about times when you have given your spouse the leftovers. What was going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Again, it, it, it's going to happen. There's going to be ebbs and flows. And I think the big thing to learn right now, and, and as we even speak in it, is to learn for ourselves is to understand when we're doing it, And what's happening and what's prompting that to happen? Why is that happening? And we got to catch that so that way we don't continue down that road, right? We got to make a a stop to it and we got to make an about face and say, no more. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We may have been just walking down this path, not paying any attention, but guess what? A stop sign just came up and you had to hit the brakes faster than you expected. And so we're hoping... That through this you 're going oh that's where i 've been giving him the leftovers oh, that's where she 's not getting my full attention I 'm just sort of throwing her the the, the dog scraps
1: hmm.
0: you know, so make sure you're thinking about that as we we head into this next section
1: mm-hmm. because no husband or wife wants to either get or give the leftovers, right? No, nobody gets married and says, yeah, like, I know you're the most special person in my life, but I'm just going to give you, you know, like the crumbs for the next 50 years, right? It, it's something that happens over time. And, you know, one of the things I realized in just talking to this group of moms about this topic is that often it just starts with like one or two things that happen. And by all means, please give each other grace when life throws you a curveball, and, and there's maybe a l- little bit of leftover, but the problem is when it becomes a pattern Uh and and what we're going to be sharing around these steps is how to break that pattern Uh of leftovers so that the two of you can, that you can have control over this aspect of your marriage so that you can stop serving the leftovers all the time and maybe just have it the occasional, like, you know what, it's Tuesday night and I'm just tired and it's been a hundred degrees and I really don't want to turn on the oven, Uh right? Two totally different things. And and I just want you to get your head on saying, you know what, just because it's been this way doesn't mean that it has to stay this way. Right? Because here's the thing, and like like I told this gal, I said I said, you can change this. Right? This is not a permanent condition in your marriage and, and we want to share these ideas with you around this topic. And before we do, I just wanna introduce you to this week's sponsor. And I mentioned them at the top of the show, Casper. Casper's a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. And let me tell you something. If you're well-rested, it's a lot easier not to serve leftovers.
0: That's right. I agree.
1: Yeah. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of both sink And bounce,
0: and we love both of those. Yeah. Both of those are so (laughs) critical. Yes.
1: Casper offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets to ensure a better overall sleep experience. All Casper products are designed, developed, and assembled right here in the United States. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash OEM and using OEM at checkout. Terms and conditions apply.
0: It's, it's a smoking deal. Grab, grab a new mattress, have fun, and heck, you can't beat it. 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial, go for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and like I said, when you're well-rested, it's a lot easier to tackle the situations, the sticky situations in your marriage.
0: I think we all can understand that. There are times when Elisa and I have horrible nights of sleep due to whatever may be going on in our lives. And honestly, to tackle those situations that are happening in our lives, it's, it's very easy when you have night after night after night of no sleeping to just serve up leftovers during the day. Mm-hmm. It really is.
1: So, So what do you do if you find that you've been serving up too many leftovers. What if, as you've been listening to the show, you're like, Oh my gosh, that's me. I've been doing that. Or I can see that in our marriage. First thing you got to do is you got to acknowledge it. Like instead of having the elephant sit in your room, uh, you know, call out the elephant, mm-hmm. right? It's there.
0: Here's the thing. I was interviewed yesterday and the interviewer asked me, he, he said, what was it about one extraordinary marriage show when you started that was going to be different from everything else? And it's one thing. It's actually three things. We are going to be open, honest, and transparent. That was our goal from the beginning. We wanted to be real. We want to be open, honest, and transparent. And you have to begin being open, honest, and transparent with yourself mm-hmm. and with your spouse. You want things to start changing. You want the leftovers to be put to the side. And you want change to happen. What do you? What's it going to take for you to be open, honest, and transparent with yourself and with your spouse?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what that is for you. For, for Elise and I, it is talking. It's allowing us to just speak truthfully to each other. And it's taken some time to get there. Journaling has helped. Mm-hmm. You know, t- prayer has helped. But you got to be there. You got to. Because when you close yourself off, it's not going to happen.
1: Mm, that is so good. I love it when he gets all fired up on a show because he just brings the heat. <laughs> and, uh, and the way the way that you say that is just, it's so powerful because when you step into that place where you're going to be open, honest, and transparent, then you can start looking at, you know, how do I, you know, it's, it's the hashtag for the one family this year. What can, can I, I do? do? Yep. What can I do in this area? If you've been looking at yourself and you're like, you know what? It's been leftover sex. I haven't been fully present. Okay. Then, then what do you need to do to change that? Do you need to have sex at a different time of day? Do you need to do you need to you know, try a new position? Like the, the couple in the hug that I read, just because you're, you're, you're so into a routine that you're kind of like just going through the motions. What do you need to do when it comes to getting rid of the leftovers out of the sexual intimacy? You know, if it's conversations, if your conversations all sound like, yeah, hmm, whatever, right? And there's no engagement there, then what are you gonna do to change up the conversations? Right. We wrote a book on questions, you guys, simply because we, Tony and I, were in a place where the conversations were all leftovers. You could have picked any time of the day, any conversation and jumped in, and you probably would have heard it like two or three days prior. They all sounded, especially when, like back when we started the 60 Days of Sex Challenge, they all sounded like Elisa being frustrated at home with two kids who were like snotty nose and, and crumbs all over her, and Tony you know going out and trying to find work. Mm -hmm. right? As he was building the dentude, right? Those were the things that were happening, right? Those conversations were on repeat. So so you've got to go into this place where you say, how do I get different? How do we get different questions? How do we start talking about the things where we can go deep again so that the conversations don't sound like they're on repeat and we're just like leftovers? Right. And we'll put a link to our, our Amazon shop. That's got um, all of the question books and things that we've, we've suggested over the years. But another thing that you, you need to look at is if it's time, maybe your spouse is getting left over time after the to-do list, after, you know, the TV, after work, after all of these other things that, that are so, so important, then you need to figure out how you can give them the first part. For some of you, maybe you're going to get up 10 minutes early just to have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea together, just to, just to connect before the day starts. For others of you, you may do what I actually, I shared with this mom's group. I'm like, teach your kids from an early age that when mommy or daddy comes home from work, that a timer goes on for 10 or 15 minutes and that's mommy and daddy time right? We're just going to connect at the end of the day. It's what husbands and wives do to build strong marriages. Use that language for your kids. Start setting them up for success. And then the two of you, you have until the timer goes off to just connect, catch up on what's going on, how the day went, what the night holds, all of this kind of stuff. Because here's the thing. Now they're not wondering why you're all moody at the end of the night. They already know. Or if you had something great happen, they know that too. But we've got to be, here's the thing guys you're not listening to the one extraordinary marriage marriage show because you want to be ordinary. You aren't, you're listening to this show and, and you're getting these ideas because you want to have an extraordinary marriage. And I'm telling you that extraordinary does not come. And I have no idea why I'm getting so emotional right now. Extraordinary does not come by giving your spouse the leftovers year after year, you know, I did it for way, way too long. And the fact that there are some days that the fact that we're even behind these microphones is a serious miracle because the leftovers, the leftovers were all we were serving to each other for way, way too long. And it's my hope and prayer that you each one of you listening to this do not have to go through the leftovers that you recognize it and you say you know what we're not doing that we're going to stop we're going to we're going to take one area where i think that we're doing leftovers and we're going to we're going to start serving up something fresh you know and start with one night a week where you're serving something fresh emotionally, physically to your spouse and watch what happens. You guys, I'm telling you the extraordinary is possible. If you commit to not serving the leftovers in your marriage, you can, you know, so many people are like, I want the marriage that you and Tony have. And I'm like, start doing it. Mm-hmm. Start to take one of these action areas, just one, please don't take all of them. You'll overwhelm yourself. And then you'll just go back to serving leftovers.
0: And sometimes you got to get super focused. You gotta be, you gotta become so focused on what matters most. And unfortunately in this day and age, there's so much going on that we're we're torn between doing one thing good, another thing good, and everything's just good. And yet we need to have extraordinary marriages. And to do that, it may mean right now, everything needs to be put aside and you need to, you need to focus. If there was one thing that Elisa and I did when we did the 60 Days of Sex Challenge. We focused. Yes, we led a small group during that time, but everything else was done. Like we weren't running around and doing all this stuff. Even our kids weren't doing much during those those sixty days. We focused, and then those sixty days—that's where the transformation began. And hey, there's been many highs and lows, and there are times when we've taken our 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 eyes off of the destination, and we faltered, we've fallen. And then there are times when we said, nope, we got to focus back in on this thing. Mm-hmm. We got to focus in on us. And that's what we do each and every week. So maybe this week where you're just going, yeah, it, it, there's, there are things that need to get taken away right now because the focus needs to be on my spouse.
1: Mm. Guys, we love you so much. We love, we love you and we desire so much for your marriages. And, and this week, you know, it's fine if you want to serve leftovers for dinner. Like I'm good with that. I, I'm totally good with it, but I'm going to encourage you this week to stop serving up leftovers to your spouse, to stop saying, you know what? It's okay, right? Leftovers, leftovers are okay. It's no big deal. I want you to think that the leftovers in your marriage are a really big deal. And, and I just want you to commit that this week you're going to make a decision that, that you're going to just try something new. You're going to try something different. You're going to, you're going to make a point to reach out for connection instead of convenience, right? Because the leftovers, that's all about convenience. But the two of you to have a marriage that flourishes and grows and and is that marriage that everybody else looks to, that's all based on your connection. And the only way that you get connection is if you start giving each other the first parts instead of the leftover crumbs. If you start saying, you know what, I'm going to find that way back to making you a priority the same way that I did when I was trying to get you to marry me, right? There was a season when your spouse was your number one priority. And and I will, I don't make promises very often, but I will go out and I will put myself out there and, and make a promise to you. You start making your spouse the priority like you did when you were trying to get them and you will see shifts happen in your relationship. You will see the extraordinary come into your conversations. You will see the extraordinary come into your sex life. You will see the extraordinary come into your, to your date life. You will see it happen because when somebody feels like they're a priority, everything changes.
0: Man. All right, you guys, another week, man. Another, another amazing week. I will tell you, we love you so much. And the one family means everything to that's why we get behind these mics because you do matter to us and we want you to know that there is a couple here in san diego who believes in you and believes in your marriage and what you're going to go do this week so go out there make it extraordinary we love you guys and we'll see you next week love you guys